two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Okay, it's been like it's been like two months since we've done that. It's 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 weird. It... And like it, right, and it is, and it's like both weird, but also like just right back in the saddle, left foot on left pedal, right foot on right pedal, and off we go. That's so stinking cool, man. <laughs> it's great. It's like having sex with a bicycle. It's painful, but you never forget how to do it. It's painful, but you never forget how to do it. And the scars will both haunt and comfort you for the rest of your life. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? I don't know how I got these scars. I was fucking a bicycle. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the Joker's origin story. That <laughs> screw all that like Iraq veteran shit. Yeah. Like... He was playing truth or dare, and somebody told him to go down on a bicycle. <laughs> and he found out he had a taste for it. <laughs> Holy shit, it's good to be back. Oh my god, I missed this. I missed you, Mark. And listeners, we missed you as well. Holy cow, it's so great to be here. I'm already crying, laughing so hard. But yes, welcome once more to the Two Wizards podcast, starting a brand new season here, season five. Uh, it's great to have you join us once more. And my name is Josh, and I am a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And just some real quick housekeeping, guys. Um, I guess let's play a fun game real quick, Josh. Uh-huh. What did you do on your summer vacation? Oh my god, you're right. So yeah, my summer vacation, and in the previous episodes, I, I talked... Uh, ad nauseum about this so uh, but I did I finally went on this study abroad um, uh, spent some time in England spent some time in Greece it was everything that I dreamed it could ever be and so much more Um, I just yeah like like I met a whole bunch of really great people and got to got to do some book learning got to do some performing um, and and yeah maybe maybe to kind of hearken some of that I'll like share some things uh, on, on, on my personal Twitter. And then like maybe the, even the two wizards Twitter about like, right. What, one of the days when we were in Greece, we went to, um, Epidaurus or Epidavros, um, where like the best preserved ancient theater is. Um, and I got a, yeah, I got to read, uh, parts of Aeschylus's Agamemnon. I got to recite the Ode to Man. I recited the Ode to Man in this ancient theater. Ooh. Oh, baby. Uh, and and you can hear, like... Yeah, like, the audio is, like, halfway decent, but you can hear all the times that I, like, get choked up and start crying. Because uh, that was that was it. I was just, like, the entire time that I was in Greece. I was looking at all these uh, ruins. I was eating olives. I was crying. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. It was just amazing. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, like I said, met some great people. Met, like, two legendary... Greek theater scholars, Oliver Taplin uh, and Fiona McIntosh. And they're just chill. They're just like cool, chill people. Uh, met them in Oxford. And, and right, and some of the other people on the trip that uh, met, like like young up-and-coming theater artists who were like, yeah, I never knew how awesome 
this Greek theater, Greek tragedy could be. This stuff is great. And I'm like, you're goddamn right it is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, and so like working with them and then also one in particular, um, and, and, and I asked if this was okay and she said it was, but, uh, I can give her a little shout out, uh, cause not only she like, 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 like she's going, uh, to grad school and kind of studying, um, Greek, Greek theater as well. Uh, but yeah, like she and I became really good friends. Uh, and she may be our new, like two wizards, super fan. Uh, if you noticed in the analytics mark like wow we're blowing up in wisconsin and in missouri strangely well that's where she is um so uh uh, uh, uh this is this is a nod to to this rogue this, this 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 lovely rogue that joined up with me and like a, a wizard and a rogue rpg combo is pretty pretty solid <laughs> um so yeah this little rogue from the north uh shout out to you thank you for being a fan Hell yeah. Shout out to you. Glad to have you here. Oh, and also she wanted me to, to, to say hi to you because she was like, I I want to like hang out with Mark. I want to talk with this guy. He seems awesome. Love is like oh, right on. manic uh, Greek warrior energy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's him. That's yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's that's my brand. Yeah. Nailed it. So <laughs> so anyway, so that was that was some of my summer vacation. Um, what have what have you been up to in in this interim time. And I mean, not to like give the ending away, but maybe not quite as cool as getting to go to Greece <laughs> and doing all things Greek theater. Um, no, not really. I've been experiencing my own, like, I guess you could call it like Grecian sort of, you know, afterlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day that rocks at the bottom of the hill, I am still a produce wizard. <laughs> um, I, I read Persian fire on your recommendation. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Oh God. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that was great. And, um, listeners, you might notice I sound weird. I got hurt. I got hit in the face with a coconut back in February. And, um, due to circumstances, I got that issue resolved like two weeks ago. And they took out my three front teeth because they were really messed up. So I'm going to sound weird here probably till October. But I get cool new diamond teeth in October. So yay! But yeah, if I sound weird on the feed, that's what's going on. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I did not have as fun of a summer. I wrote a bunch of episodes for you and I, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to do those later on. But without further ado, we ought to kick off season five here, yes. right, Josh? Yes, I, I guess I guess we do. And right, and we, that was something that we were kind of going back and forth, like starting a brand new season. Um, I, I mean, maybe just a little bit ahead of our two year anniversary, but still kind of, you know, around the same time. And so, what is it? What thing do we want to do to celebrate season number five? coming back after this hiatus. And we kind of traded some ideas back and forth. We could do this. What about that? And then I think we both had to like do a little soul searching and realize like, no, there's really only one way that we could start off season five. And that is... Yokai! Yokai! Number five! Part five! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, We it was... talked last season. We're, we, we haven't done a heavy hitters of Yokai. This is our heavy hitters. Right. Like... Well, right, because yeah. in our previous four episodes, we would allude to some of these, but we were, I think, kind of in- intentionally picking slightly more obscure ones. Um, just because, right, like to, to, to focus on any one of the ones that we will focus on today would, would detract from the whole thing, but we're doing it. So we're starting off with like the five probably best known or most well-known or most popular yokai um, for season five. 
It's Yokai Episode 5. Yokai has five letters in it. Five's everywhere. <laughs> uh, and also for that, for that too, we wanted to uh, uh, collaborate um, uh, on our Wizards tankards here. So, Mark, what are we both drinking in honor of Season 5, Yokai 5? Well, it wouldn't be a two wizards if I gave you, like, some homework to do and then I didn't do the assignment. Um, could not get sake. Oh, I don't no. know what's up. <laughs> I went to the liquor store yesterday and I was like, oh, boy, going to get my bottle of sake and no dice. Oh, my God. That um, sucks. But oh. you know what else has five letters in it, Josh? What else? Coors. Coors. <laughs> and it's a 5% alcohol, so... <laughs> I I'm sorry. It. I failed you. No, I let you down. Season I love five it. off to a great start already. No, we are, no, but, but that is you're precisely right. That that is one of our hallmarks. Like we get really stoked for a theme drink, and just the valley being what it is, and supply chain being what it is. <laughs> Still, random things not being in stock, but that's okay because I I was able I was able to find some sake because again I'm in. The metropolis, a city, a, ci- a city, yeah, like city a, with supply like a city chain proper that has amenities and things, uh, and so yeah, so this is Rai uh, Junmai Sake. This Junmai Sake has a smooth taste on the palate, followed by a rich and mellow aroma, uh, and is apparently brewed by Ozeki, which also has five letters. Um, <laughs> so, Holy shit! Yeah, it's just again all the things are lining up. Uh, but as I twist the cap off here. Um, not going to lie, I would also have been just as happy with a Coors because, you know, even when I was, when I was in England, when I was up in the mountains and coast of Greece, it's like, man, nothing nothing quite sounds as good as cold, refreshing taste of the Rockies right now. But uh, here we go. So we need a... So last season was Wizards Tankard. What do we have this season? What's our Ooh, drinking boy. vessel of choice? Uh, well, so there... I mean, we could... Not to make it whoops all Greek things, even though that's kind of what we are. I mean, we could do, uh, we we could say our wizards right on or our wizards right ons R H Y T O N roughly, and that's like I love it. Yeah, that's essentially like yeah, like it's it's a drinking vessel. It's 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 kind of like a mug basically, um, but like the bottom. So like you normally sit your coffee mug down on the bottom, uh, but but these instead they would have like carved animal heads so you'd see like rams or like horses or like donkeys and stuff um all right on and so i guess you'd like turn them upside down so like it's like the mouth that's what you would set it on so the thing would so the animal head because otherwise something like that so i don't know maybe this is our season of wizards ritons or ritones wizards riton i love it yeah all right so uh on that note uh well, well here's here's a couple too so we'll do the cheers in uh japanese Kampai. Kampai. Uh, but then also uh, to say cheers in Greek, you say yamas. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That'll go down. Uh, I wish like hell it was sake and not Coors, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, again, just the San Luis Valley being what the San Luis Valley is and. 
But how do you run out of that shit? Like, no one's buying it. Right. I know that we carry it. I know, like, three liquor stores have it. I only went to one. Maybe that's my bad, but uh, I don't know. Whatever. 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 Or, right. That's just it. It's like, I'm sure, right, like, in the, in a back, like, shelf somewhere, like, dust off the box. And, hey, there's some, like, eight-year-old sake that's been aging and maturing and refining all that time. But, yeah. <laughs> or probably not. It's probably, it probably still has, like, grains of rice floating in it, the quality of stuff that... <laughs> comes that way <laughs> i also really quick got to give a shout out to a uh, johnny huh? yeah um my co-host on dangle podcast our sister podcast mm-hmm. um he moved to germany in uh july yeah or no in, in june mm-hmm. and i got his uh office chair and oh my god it is a nicer chair than i deserve like i am in high luxury right that now. that is great so shout out to you good buddy yeah johnny huge, if you're listening no yeah huge shout out to johnny um, that, uh, yeah, also writes like, uh, uh, high hammock studios. We, we did, we, we sort of had, yeah, like a, like a transformational summer here. Um, cause I know he had this big trip, but just because he's in a different continent, that doesn't mean that the dingle podcast is, is going away. Like, no, that'll, that'll, that'll persevere. Oh, I'm trying to figure out like a three-way schedule so we can do a regular bros. Like, right. yeah, it's gonna that's happen. A that's a two, right? Like, we're, we're yep. even we're, we're talking about adding we're talking about adding on to shows because, you know, as I wrap up my graduate studies and start looking for jobs, I mean, I tell myself I'm gonna have more time on my hands. So yeah, more more podcasts. <laughs> All the podcasts. All anyway, the podcasts. let's. Okay, but yes, so... Before we start a brand new bowl of udon, let's eat yeah. our bowl of udon we have before us. That sounds, that sounds great. And so, and so yes, Mark, so, so we're, we're picking what we kind of counted as like, or considered to be like the five, like most well-known, emblematic uh, uh, types of yokai. So, so I, have, you, I have three, and then you were going to have two, or maybe like two and a half, 2.5. Yeah. Something, something like that. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, and so... Also true to two wizards um, uh, lore, I'm I'm picking the more cute and cuddly ones as much as yokai can be cute and cuddly because they still have like claws and teeth and stuff. Um, and then Mark, I think, is going for a little more of the ooky spooky. Uh, don't want to run into the. I mean, but, but then again, I don't know if you ever want to run into a yokai of any sort in like a back alley, unless it's maybe Tofu Boy. Yeah, Tofu Boy. For- or teapot samurai, or, but or, or teapot I can samurai. promise you, Josh, and the listeners, that the uh, phrase "liver ripped out of your butt" will not be said this night, except for right now when I just said it. So we're already starting better off than we were. Well, let's not maybe get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> At least on my end. At least on your right. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so I guess I guess I will. I guess I'll start off here. Um, and so yeah, the the first of my uh, yokai. Oh, I'll, also I guess yeah, for my half for my section. Um, I guess the, the yeah the subtitle for my portion is uh, yeah like three yokai that you've seen in Animal Crossing because yeah right they like come up everywhere um, but the first one I'm going okay. to start off with is the tanuki um, and the tanuki is it, it's an actual animal it's an actual thing uh, scientific name uh, Nictarautes wewerinus which means something like uh, ferret-like nighttime wanderer, uh, but in English we we would call it the Japanese raccoon dog. Uh, and okay. so there is so there is an actual animal called a tanuki, uh, but the yokai version 
also sometimes called a a tanuki, but I guess more properly, the bake danuki uh, is this yokai that looks like a Japanese raccoon dog. Um, And it's been uh, uh, attested, it's been written about as far back as one of the oldest books in Japanese literature, uh, the Nihon Shoki from about the year like 720 CE. Um, so yeah. Oh wow. So yeah. Okay. So people have been writing about the Bake Danuki, the Tanuki Yokai, uh, for what like 1,300 years, something like that. Thirteen hundred years. Uh, God damn. What? That's. Oh. I love it. I love this stuff. Love it. Yeah. It's so great. much. So much. Um. And so yeah. And so these. Yeah. Even if you've never seen a photo of one before, but odds are you probably have. Yeah. Just picture right a raccoon dog. Like a kind of little chubbier, a little bigger, looks like a raccoon, has a raccoon tail. Um, and uh, and so these yokai are especially known for um, their shape-shifting ability. Um, and they can kind of like transform into other uh, animals. They can transform into humans. Um, and they're generally like pretty good-natured. Um, you know, we in our previous four episodes, we've talked about yokai who are definitely like malevolent and wanted do uh, intentional harm to humans. Um, but Tanuki are more just kind of like playing pranks and like making humans seem foolish. Um, so that's their kind of thing. They're generally, yeah, like the, okay. so maybe you would. Like you, you, if you came across a, if, if you came across one in a dark alley, like, yeah, you may kind of get egg on your face or feel foolish, um, but you'll still like make it out. Okay. Uh, you're not going to die. It's not going to eat your baby. Yeah, it's not going to eat your baby. You may like temporarily like have your wallet stolen from you, um, but then you'll get it back maybe with some extra money inside, something like that. Um, and so, Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so these guys, uh, they, have, they're, 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 they have like eight kind of primary characteristics, and I'll just go through them quickly. Uh, so one, they're often depicted wearing a big hat, like a big kind of like, uh, oh, I forget the, the 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 term for it, but like a big straw kind of rain hat that helps protect the raiden hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like straw yeah. kind of ones um, that protect that protect them against bad weather and trouble. Uh, two, they have big eyes to perceive the world and to help them make good decisions and choices. Uh, three, they're often depicted with a bottle of sake to represent virtue, because of course that's what sake represents and kampai. Uh, <laughs> uh, number four, they also have a big tail for steadiness and strength to help them achieve success in life. Uh, number five, they uh, often have a promissory note, like a bank note, symbolizing trust and confidence, because that makes sense. Um, num- mm-hmm. Number six, they also have a big belly, symbolizing boldness and uh, calm decision making. Seven, they have a big, friendly smile. <laughs> God damn you. I know what you're doing to me, Josh. I know what you're doing. <laughs> and last, and certainly not least, and what I've been teasing this entire time, number eight, an enormous sack for financial luck. They're quote-unquote money bags, if you will. And I've heard of bear markets and bull markets. But for something to be a tanuki market, I guess. Yeah, they have a giant scrotum. They have giant scrotum, giant testicles. And that's probably their most defining feature. 
<laughs> oh, it's like a hippity hop. Yeah, it is. So, right, yeah, think about the Kentucky Fried, oh, what is it, Kentucky Fried Medicine? Medicinal Fried Chicken. Or, or that's it, Medicinal Fried Chicken. God, I okay, take away my South Park fan card if I screwed it up that bad. But, yeah, think that, think that. Um, and, yeah, and so that is that is part of their magic, maybe even, like, the source of their magical powers. Um, their, their scrotums. <laughs> magic is in the balls. It is, the magic's in the balls. Um... <laughs> Right, like I talked about their ability to shapeshift, uh, but they can also, I guess, sort of like Mr. Fan- yeah, Mr. Fantastic and sort of like stretch out and do things like... And that's what they do with their sack. They uh, can like stretch it out to like be like a boat <laughs> and like paddle around rivers in their scroat boat. Um, Holy shit! <laughs> uh, they, can, they can like use it as like a parachute and kind of like catch the air and like kind of... So yeah, like they, it's it, it's amazing. I love it. I love it to death. This is incredible. It's so fucking cool. Um, their their balls are also the source, and again, also love this. They're also uh, the the topic of a beloved children's song in Japan, and it's like everyone knows the song. Okay, and you like take up the first verse, and everybody joins in. So Mark, you and I. Let's do it right now. I'll I'll sing part of it, and then you re- repeat, and then we'll maybe try to sing it together. Oh, okay. So ready? Oh, okay. Okay, here you go. Yep, I'm ready. Tan tan tanuki. Tan tan tanuki. Nokin tamawa. Noki kamawa. Kaze mo nai noni. Kaze no nai noni. Bura bura. Bura bura. So all together, it's something like. Tan 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 nuki no kin tamawa kaze monai no nibura bura. And so that's what it is. Look at us go. Okay. We and, are Japanese and, school, school ch- children. And what that translates to, what that song translates to uh, roughly is uh, tan tan tanuki's testicles, even with no wind, they swing, swing. <laughs> I love it. And so, yeah, so like just go on YouTube and like look up the Tananuki song and you see all these like giddy Japanese adults and children joyfully singing the song about the Tanuki's balls that are so big. They just kind of jiggle in the wind when there's no wind, even when there's no wind. (laughs) There's no wind. (laughs) <laughs> uh and so uh yeah kind of kind of trying to wrap up here because i don't want to take up too much time uh so yeah so tanuki appear all over the place there's tons of stories about them but there are like three really famous ones uh, and i'll just kind of go through them quickly um uh the first uh most famous tanuki is called uh danzaburu danuki who's apparently from the sado island and much like saint patrick and the snakes uh this Tanuki drove the kitsune off the island of Sado. And we'll come back to the oh, shit. K- kitsune next. Um, so, so yeah. So he was, I guess, yeah, the equivalent of like St. Patrick and the snakes. But with these wily kitsune. Uh, number two most famous <laughs> one is uh, Shibaimon Tanuki of Awaji Island. Um, and his sort of... He has a bunch, also a bunch of exploits. Uh, he met a rather unfortunate end 
uh, he was killed after being chased by a guard dog because all that he was trying to do oh. was watch some kabuki theater. Um, so he like shapeshifted to go watch watch this play, but somebody realized he was a tanuki and a guard dog was chasing after him, and and the dog didn't kill him, but he like I don't know maybe had a heart attack or something. Um, so yeah, that's kind of sad. Mm. Uh, and then the last one, one of my favorites of all time, um, the the third most famous is uh, Yashima no Hage Tanuki of the Kagawa Prefecture, and he is most famous for helping arbitrate and helping resolve the Great Tanuki War at the end of the Edo period. <laughs> Which I love. I I had no idea there was a Great Tanuki War. Exactly. Oh my like, god. Netflix, stop with all this like bullshit animation or like adaptations. When is that going to happen? When's the like holy shit you animated yeah. Great Tanuki War? Where is that in my life? <laughs> oh man, you know where it is. Hmm. Two wizards going to make Two it. Two wizards going to make it. We're adding it to the list. Adding it to the list. Um, okay. Also, uh, very quickly, because I'm also interested in like right. I said that like these guys appear everywhere, and they're in Animal Crossing. Um, uh, for instance, so like, yeah, like Tom Nook from Animal Crossing and then his two sons, uh, Timmy and Tommy, they're, they're raccoons in like the English uh, translation, but yeah, they're Tanuki. That's what their name kind of sounds like. Uh, Mark, can you think of any other like kind of Tanukis from like video games or movies or stuff? Any come to mind? Without stealing your thunder, um, Mario World 3, you get the Tanuki tail power up Precisely. Yeah, precisely. Yep. Yeah. That's one. Uh, and then I think was it like New Super Mario Brothers 3D? That's a more recent one. Yeah, you also you can also get a Tanuki suit from that. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, there was a Studio Ghibli film called Pompoko that's about a, a band of Tanuki who like there's going to be a like a housing development built into their forest, and so they use their magical powers to like try and stop stop the humans from constructing this and reminding them of like. The beauty of nature. Um, there's some hilarious fight okay. scenes of these tanukis, yeah, using their giant ball sacks to like do battle with guys in construction helmets. Um. <laughs> See, I didn't want to put you on the spot, but I was going to say, is there like a nutsack special move? Like, yeah, yeah, the kind of is they but apparently so cool. Yeah, they'll like throw it like a net and like wrap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. So, and why that movie is called Pompoko is I've heard conflicting accounts. I, I've either heard Tanukis will play will like hit their giant bellies and like play it like a drum, and that's the sound it makes, like a pompoko, mm. um, or it, okay. or that's the sound of their balls kind of like swaying around. So I, I don't know what it is, um, but also good to note that in the English dub, it's the onomatopoeia. Yeah, of the it ball is. Set. Yeah, it's the onomatopoeia oh, pompoko. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right class welcome back to and looking forward to starting fourth grade uh, uh little davy what did you learn this summer teacher on the two wizards podcast i learned the sound your balls make <laughs> <laughs> um but in the english dub of that movie stars a stars the the vocal ta- the vocal talents of jonathan taylor thomas as one of the tanukis Oh shit! And I think Clancy Brown is it, and like yeah, there's a whole bunch. Um, but uh, um, what about so Mark? I'll, also, I'll maybe put you on the spot a little bit. Um, Yo, to your knowledge, are there any Pokemon 
that are Tanuki-like or just are Tanuki? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, Zigzagoon, but that doesn't really count. Um, that was one that that was one that I was also like, I mean, kind of on the fence, but not really. Kind of on the fence, not really. It's it's like if you're like getting real loose and you're like, right. you know, yeah, yeah, it makes. Um, I also saw I th- no, but but in Naruto, the one the the one tail the yeah. the one tail beast is called um he's a Tanuki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. So there's that one, yeah. Yeah, I, I was also going to imagine, like, yeah, with your Naruto knowledge, you'd probably be able to fill in a whole, like, pretty much all of mine. Um, oh, also, quick shout out to that rogue from the north. She's a big Naruto fan, too. So that's another thing that is awesome. Um, all right, so you're going to do your Greek theater podcast with her. Listener, you're getting put on the spot. I'm sorry. You're going to do that, and then um, you and I, or she and I, yeah. We're gonna watch all of Naruto, all of Dangle see, podcast. Look, there it is. We got. See, we're just adding on. We're adding on. Just more. All the. Which would be like I think that's like nine hundred episodes. So <laughs> yeah, that's you know four and a half years of fucking content right there. Let's <laughs> right. do it, buddy. Yeah, right there. Um, also, just uh, with the uh, with the uh, um, oh, uh, so from Naruto, I actually guess I did write, write this down. Is, is that one tell thing? Is that called Shu, Shukaku? Yeah, Shukaku. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I, I did make that note, but everything else. Um, I also heard uh, going back to Pokemon. Um, apparently, some people were saying that Centret is also oh oh kind of okay maybe. yeah. If you yeah, if you don't think about it too hard, yeah, that little tail could be like a nutsack you stand up on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also just because yeah. I know this is one of your go tos. Uh, apparently, in My Hero Academia, um, there's there's a student. Who like is not named? I think it's kind of just like a background character, or is like in for like one scene. Um, but there's a nameless student in uh, My Hero Ac- Academia uh, whose quirk can turn leaves into money. Oh shit! Which is also cool. apparently something that Tanuki can do. Um, so yeah. Damn. Yeah. So so yeah. Again, they're they're everywhere, and uh, it's fun to see. Like yeah, like the Japanese are like ha balls, but then when those media get imported to the states and like localized it's like no that's just their magical pouches like a kangaroo <laughs> everyone knows raccoons are marsupials come yeah, on gang come on. what are you so, doing uh so so yeah tanuki are great definitely would be okay coming across one of these uh fellas so yeah good stuff oh yeah good stuff. okay try not to get too horned up uh for yokai but that's that's just the nature of the beast. So, so Mark, who is wh- what's the first yokai that you want to share with us? Of like the top five. Before we go that route, I gotta I gotta do this, man, dude. You, Josh, you you have exercised the demon of the Greek frogs in my head of the Rikakek coax coax. Because now I have his goddamn Tan Tan Tanuki. So thanks, thank you for that one. I'm here for you, buddy. I owe you one, buddy. I'm here for you. But yeah, so um, on my end, we said that you're going to be cute. I'm going to be kind of ooky, spooky, scary. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with just Oni. And it's a real broad stroke term. Yeah. And this is more representative of like an entire like species of yokai. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Or like, but, or like uh, a genus or like family. Like there's, yeah, like this is a big, yeah. big category of Oni. Yeah. But so, by and large, they're depicted as um, large, buff ogre guys. Mm-hmm. They have great big horns and real jagged teeth. Mm-hmm. And they wield a giant spike club called a kanabo. 
And Josh, they are buffer than you, They and they know it. And I love it. I love how, like, everything you read about these guys is, oh, no, they're so strong. They're so strong that they can, like, punch a mountain and cause a landslide. Yeah. And that's that's cool. It's cool as hell. Oh, I love it. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, they sport usually extra fingers and or toes, and mm. they will sometimes have a third eye. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, every now and then, yeah. Um. And they're usually depicted as being blue, green, red, yellow, black, or white. Oh. And they're always spotting or sporting a tiger skin loincloth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, which I like. I think it's cool. If you're the biggest, bad, baddest dude around, what do you do? You put tiger pelt on your ball sack because you don't have tanuki balls. You got little ogre balls, but it's okay because you're, you know, sporting tiger pelt and it's beautiful. <laughs> I I guess I see because I knew that they... Yeah, we're like we're we're like I knew that they were either uh, uh, red or blue, but I guess I didn't realize too like green or white or black. You were saying? Mm-hmm. That's a- uh, yeah, yeah, yellow, white, black, or yeah, okay. blue, red, or green. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I uh, so now I'm waiting for the local the localization of uh, Shrek. To a Japanese audience, or like an adaptation of Shrek to a Japanese audience, where he's an oni, and oh. has like a yeah uh, the giant iron club and a little loincloth, and he says, "Get out of my rice field or whatever." Um, <laughs> this is my. <laughs> uh, he would say, uh, "Oni ni wa so ga arimasu." Mm. Ogres have lairs. <laughs> I don't know why he still has like the Scottish accent. Of course, no, he would. He'd he have does. to. He'd have to. <laughs> and just for fun. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's so good. Watashiwa no numo de nani o shiti ire no. What are you doing in my swamp? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Google Translate. Thank you, Google Translate. Gambate, Google Translate. <laughs> Oh my god, that's too awesome. Um, these guys are kind of neat. Their appearance is thought to be based off of uh, Hindu demons called Yaksha. Mm. So, like, as, Hindu, as Hinduism spread into Japan, they kind of adopted these guys. Gotcha. And Yaksha are associated with the king Yama, or the master of hell. And Josh, just for fun, do you know the name of the guy that sits in judgment in Dragon Ball Z? He's got the big desk made of Mahogany. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Isn't he Yama? Yeah, King Yama. Yeah, King King Yama. Well, and then even right, both in the like actual Dragon Ball Z and in the Dragon Ball Z uh, bridge, we yeah we see King Yama and we see two Oni that uh, Goku mm-hmm. encounters on the uh, Snake Road. Yeah, after he falls yeah, yeah. off, right? Um, yeah, they're yeah yeah, yeah they tri- yeah yeah. We are... and then he goes to hell and turns the blood fountain into blood. Right. We are we are Hans and yeah. Franz, and we are here to pump. You up? <laughs> I'll get the oil, <laughs> and then we'll do squat thrust. Oh yeah! <laughs> well, yeah, because that was the other thing. Like, I, I, I thought at least some oni were responsible for like guarding the gates of hell, or like hanging out by the gates of hell, something like that. So, like, yeah, also like kind of like little Cerberus duty, sort of. Yeah, they're just generally dicks, I yeah. guess, is kind of the point. They um they can cause all manner of tragedy. If 
if it's like a natural tragedy, they can cause it. Landslides, hurricanes, whatever you want. Mm. Um, and they also like to eat human meat, like a lot of other yokai do. Yeah, and true. the more I look into it, the more I'm like, maybe we taste pretty damn tasty. I don't know. Yeah. That that or or maybe that's like the secret to them getting just so buff and strong. It is like what if what if fly like, okay yeah like forget like 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 whey protein forget muscle milk. What if yeah just like like human flesh is like the like most anabolic steroid that ever is. <laughs> wow, Josh, you're you're huge. What did you do? Oh, I ate two of my students. Oh, okay, okay, well, um, right. And it wouldn't. I gotta go stand over here now. Yeah, well, talk to you later. And it wouldn't like show up in any drug tests. It's like, oh, here comes his like urine sample back. It's just like extra humany. Like that wouldn't. That, yeah, that wouldn't show up. That'd be man. Be clean. Be a clean, clean bulk there. <laughs> is it? Is it just me or does he have like? A lot of estrogen. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Oh, yeah, that'd be that female student I ate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had a co-ed. <laughs> There's like 60 uh, uh, strands of human DNA in this blood sample, Josh. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. Like, rips the door off the off the hinges. <laughs> so, sorry. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm I'm doing this broad strokes because oni are literally right. just demons, but like yeah, and, and, and right. they're a big part of yokai. Yeah, there's entire species of them. They they have hierarchies, they have ranks, they have castes. Mm-hmm. But I've got two that I want to kind of point out here yeah. because little did I know in researching this that we were going to get a goddamn summer cinema series <laughs> out of yokai. Josh, let's go, <laughs> let's go, baby. So the most maybe the most famous oni of all time is a cat named Shuten Doji. Mm. And Shuten Doji, he started out life as a little human orphan asshole. He was said to be either the son of a demon or a dragon, was really smart and really strong. But because he was an orphan, he was sent out to become a monk. But he was kind of bad at being a monk. As a general rule, he lacked any form of respect for authority, and he loved to get drunk, which is where they gave him his name, Shuten Doji, or Little Drunkard. <laughs> so you can take that to the bank. Um, during one night of dickishness, he put on a demon mask. You know, you know, Josh, listeners, you know, Oni masks from no place. Yeah. They're a thing. Yeah, they're, they're part thing. of it. So he dons a no, or he dons an oni mask from a no play, and goes into town to a festival and starts scaring the shit out of people, and just had a great time doing it. And then when he had had enough, he went to go take the mask off, but found out that the mask was then stuck to his skin. Oh no! no. no. Well, now Charles, mask got stuck to my skin. <laughs> I I stole this mask in third grade. Oh no! <laughs> Listeners, on your bingo cards, I'm the juggernaut bitch. <laughs> and Mark burps. That's a twofer for you. <laughs> um, he found out that the mask could not be removed. All the monks in the monastery made fun of him for being ugly and punished him for his wildness or his wickedness. <laughs> so not only are they shaming him because this poor little kid messed up and got a mask stuck to his face, he got Goosebump booked on it. This is a Goosebumps book. No, that like, is. That it literally this is. This one right here is literally like, yeah. Um, but so, like, between this, between the ridicule and the punishment from the monks, um, his drunkenness, his wickedness in his heart, he decided, fuck this noise, and he absconded from the monastery and became a mountain hermit. 
at what I can only assume is a really young age. I don't have, like, a timeline of events, mm-hmm. but I know that he was a child in the monastery, so, like, it's kind of weird. Also, just in my own head, and I'm listeners, I, again, I'm sorry, I sound weird. I feel weird talking. Um, anyway, um, I just got to get that out. I feel like I need to apologize no, again no, for it. But You are all right. So he becomes a mountain hermit and gets really into what? That's right, Josh. Black magic and misanthropy. Mm. And he developed a taste for human organs from people he kidnapped off the road, but he didn't take them out of their butts. So he's already better than Enko. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Eventually, he became so good at being so bad that he amassed an army of other Oni. Who started following him up on his mountain okay. castle? That's, I can respect that at least. Like, yeah, you're like game recognized game. Yeah, yeah, like, you're like an assumed like. I didn't choose the Oni life. The Oni life chose me, and <laughs> and then yeah, like you like wear a mask one day and it becomes fused to your face, and so you just become like no, like I got to give credit where credit's due. So from his mountain top fortress on Mount Oe. Mm. He launched campaigns against Japan to try and conquer it. Because you have a demon army? What are you going right, to do? What else? What else would you do? Conquer is going to conquer. <laughs> like <laughs> This became such a problem that the Emperor Ichigo, from who reigned from 982 to 1011 CE, mm-hmm. was forced into action. And he sent his best warrior, Raiko, to go murder Shuten Doji. I know Raiko. One night, Raiko slipped... Everybody knows Raiko. I didn't know Raiko. I I knew Raiko, but I didn't fucking know Raiko until I got into this. You know, like right. This is cool. This is a lot of tying together of a lot of things for me this week. It was kind of neat. That's so stinking cool. Yeah. So he dispatches uh, his general Raiko, who is the best of his men. Raiko takes his you know suicide squad of buddies, and they roll up to Mount Oe or Oeyama if you want to be a jerk about it. Mm, Yeah, and I do. (laughs) And uh. They poisoned the demon guards with liquor, and they snuck into the castle and killed damn near everybody inside of it. They finally got to shooting Doji and cut his head off, but he was so evil that the head continued to live. It bit Raiko and bit several of his retainer knights, too, which I think is, again, super cool. It is. It, well, and, oh, what was the... Oh, shit. I should have re-listened to Yokai 4. Because with my like kitchen yokai, there was like the one that was like supposedly like a like an oni head, or or it was like a jar or something, or or a or a furnace that would always stay hot. What was that? Oh god! Damn. Oh, your kettle, yeah, your yeah. kettle one, and you could discern, you could ask, yeah, your magic eight ball kettle, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, so so it seems like a similar kind of thing there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to. No, not at all, not at all. No, like I said, tying point. together loose ends here. I like it a lot. Yeah, true. true. Um. But so they went and buried the head just somewhere where the head may or may not still be alive to this day. (laughs) And if you dig it up, it's going to bite you too. (laughs) (laughs) And um, if you're playing along on your Naruto bingo card, Shikamaru did this to the guy that killed his sensei, cut his head off and put it around paper bombs. And Mm. it lives there to this day. It was like the coolest fight of fucking Shippuden up until the war arc. Whatever. Anyway... (laughs) So that's part one. That's Shuten Dojo. Jesus Christ. Shuten Doji, mm-hmm. the like evil human king of the Oni. But Josh, mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. Mark, I love Raiko. I didn't get enough of him. Don't worry. 
Because what do everybody love more than anything? That's right, a goddamn sequel. More Raiko. More Raiko. Raiko the Squeakwool. <laughs> Holy shit, have I missed recording with you, man. <laughs> I do too. I really... You can't talk this way to other humans. No, they don't get you. You know what I mean? You, like You need another wizard. <laughs> You just need a... You got an itch only a wizard can scratch. <laughs> oh, shit. Season five is where you and I want to fuck each other. No, it's going to happen. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Raiko part two. Demon murder boogaloo with the ogre of Rashomon. So... After Raiko was successful at uh, Oeyama, uh, murdering Shuten Do- Doji, or at least decapitating him and burying his head, right. um, the demons were either dispelled or all murdered, except for one guy. And this is almost a sad story. I, if I was a Hollywood director, I would do this as, like, the Joker origin story kind of deal. Like, mm. it's a sad song, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So after having his lord murdered and his home destroyed... And a bulk of his friends killed. A lone demon wandered down from Oeyama into the outskirts of Kyoto, which is the capital of Japan at the time. And he was going to start a new life at the Rashomon Gate. However, like most, you know, convicts lacking a support system and or a lucrative job and or opportunities and or anybody who could just be there for the poor guy, he became a repeat offender and realized that it was super easy to knock off trader caravans and eat them at this Rashomon gate. Mm. Um, eventually, um, word got out that there was a demon there, and so Raiko was summoned once again by the Emperor. Sorry. Did I say Ichigo? That's not Ichigo. Ichigo Strawberry. Mm. Ichijo. <laughs> he was summoned by Emperor Ichijo once again mm-hmm. to go dispatch this demon, because if you do it once, you can probably do it twice, and again, everybody loves a sequel. Uh, so Raiko was summoned to take care of the threat at the gate, which he was sure was just bandits. So he only took five knights with him. Ooh. As these two, as these knights, as this like retainer of knights and uh, Raiko traveled, one of them named Watanabe and another named Hojo, like started talking about the target. Watanabe was very resolute. No, no, our master Raiko killed all the demons. It cannot be a demon. It is bandits. Mm. Hojo says, No, no, it's a goddamn demon, and. Finally, Raiko, or Watanabe says, you know what? Shut up. I tell you what. I will go ahead of you guys. I will go to this gate. I will kill. I, I will go to the gate. I will take out this bandit leader, and I will leave proof of my bravery there. And you can see it in the form of a piece of paper that I will tack to the gate. Mm-hmm. So Watanabe takes off ahead of his party, you guys, through uh, what apparently in everything that I read was a driving rain. And pinned a piece of paper to the gate, but he did not find any bandits. Oh no, I guess it's all good. Until a strong hand grips him on his helmet. And with deadly quickness, Watanabe whirled around to see the Ogre of Rashomon. Cue some cool sound effect, future Mark. Oh no! He's fucking with his Kabuto! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's the Ogre of Rashomon. Thinking quickly, he whips out his sword and cuts the beast's arm off. And the beast absconds into the night. And being an oni, he is stronger than you and he knows it. So he just books into the rain. Mm. 
and Watanabe can't do shit about it, but he does have a trophy, and he does have proof of his bravery. So he goes back to the party, and the party's satisfied that the demon has been at least dispatched or taken care of or removed. And he puts the arm up in his house. It's like a trophy and says, you guys, come check my shit out. Until one night, Josh, mm-hmm. sometime later. Huh? Like, you know, like, it's like the happy ending question mark, right, right. you know, whatever. And then the the other arm slashes through the credits because we're not done yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is like your second act break. Right. You know, you're like, man, I should go like pee or get some popcorn. Oh, shit, something's happening. Got to pay attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One rainy night at Watanabe's house, he hears a knocking at the door. This whole time he's been showing the arm to anybody who cares to see it, probably showing it to people who don't want to see it, probably hitting up people in local sake houses. Yo, man, you hear about that time I uh, cut off a demon's arm? Like, yes. Ah, we get it. Yes, so, yeah, we heard. You, you have an we know. We fucking get it. <laughs> Old hat. God damn. <laughs> So he is at his house, and one rainy night, he gets a knock on his door. And wouldn't you know it, Josh? It's this little old lady standing there in the rain. Oh, poor little old lady. And she goes, I want to see the arm. And he goes, no, I'm closed. I'm not in a museum. Get out of here, old lady. And Josh, you know, I know, you don't trust old women when we're talking about yokai. Don't trust old women in general. But if we're talking about yokai, super don't trust them. Yeah, double no. But Watanabe did not have the advent of the Two Wizards podcast in... 1,000 whatever it was in Japan. Mm-hmm. So he let the old woman in. Oh. Listeners, you know better than the little woman in your house ever. Yeah, bad news. She looks at the arm, gazes at it, and finally goes, Oh, there's my old arm. Mm. And grabbed it. And the flesh about the old woman suddenly transformed back into the ogre. Oh, yeah, Cue the mom. ogre's theme music. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ogre of Rashomon grabs the arm and jumps through Watanabe's ceiling. I read... There were three different stories that I read that all made a point to point out that she jumped through the ceiling. <laughs> Didn't go out the door, just like Super Mario. She yeah. had the Tanuki tail and, yeah. like, brick jumped out. Because Oni are stronger than you and they know it and they have to show it off at every at every time. They got them mad hops. Mad like, hops. they got bigger calves than me. I fucking know it, man. <laughs> The demon disappeared into the night holding its arm and was never seen again. That's well that that also reminds me of yeah, the sort of Beowulf and Grendel thing. Because he like rips off Grendel's arm oh. and tacks it on Hrothgar. No. Mm-hmm. Hrothgar was the king, but then yeah, that's right. what was the name? Well was Hrothgar the king and then his mead hall had a different name? I need to reread Beowulf. It's been too long. Uh no. Uh okay. I think you're thinking of Skyrim. High Hrothgar was the throat, was Greybeard's castle. Right. Hrothgar was the king in Beowulf. Yeah. And he tacked it to the Mead Hall door. Right. What the hell was it called? It was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, the Mead Hall had a different. Yeah. Anyway, so then yeah, so the, right, and then Grendel comes back and like slaughters everybody and like takes his arm, uh, or his mother. Takes his right, arm right. Back. Again, I just got to reread Beowulf, but um, yeah, no, goddamn ogre of Hroth- so. The ogre of. Join us next week when we read Beowulf. We read Beowulf for Wizards Literary Corner. Um, but uh, yeah, that's still that's still pretty sweet. That's still pretty awesome. Yeah. So Oni again, that could be casting the broadest net we can possibly cast. Yeah. But you got two movies out of it. Yeah. There you go. Hollywood, you call us. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. And so then, right. And so maybe just because like my mind is in like. 
reception world, like how how have these yokai appeared? So like we talked about the Dragon Ball Z. Um in Okami, a uh, great video game. Yeah, like there's a whole like yeah, like class of enemies that are oni. Um mm-hmm. uh, but they're they're also kind of like depicted like horse like. Aren't there some kind of like horse horsey oni as well, probably? Maybe. Oh shit, I don't know about that one. I don't yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could be making that up. Um but then also right, but then also like the the <clears throat> sort of like paired color palette of like red and blue. Like that's I think that's mm-hmm. also tends to be like a subtle nod, like, oh okay, yeah, these these two characters, whatever they are, they're kind of like oni ish, oni like. Um I think that, that that pops up kind of a lot. If you've seen a scary Japanese face, it's an Oni face. Oh like yeah, no. Um, there's an emoji. It's ubiquitous. Like yeah, yeah. There, your phone has an emoji that's an Oni mask. Um, and of course, too, like well, yeah, well, well, we can maybe we can come back to that. too. Or is it a Tengu? We can also come back to that one too. Uh, but, but because you also mentioned mm-hmm. the Oni mask in uh, No Theater, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of those there. And right, like how many No plays are like. I'm a guy wandering around, uh, and I'm lost, and it's almost night. Oh, hey, here's this old woman who lives in the mountains all by herself who's offering me refuge for the night. Oh, no, she's an Oni. Oh, no, Oni. Um, <laughs> that's like half the no corpus right there. So <laughs> I almost... I almost got a uh, an Oni tattoo because I had watched Kill Bill too many times, and mm. he's got an Oni mask on his sword. And I was like, well, that's neat. That's what I'll do. And <laughs> boy, I'm glad I didn't because <laughs> 33-year-old Mark knows better than 18-year-old yeah, Mark. Holy yeah. shit. No, that's true. That's true. But but yes, also to your point, like, which, which is what we're doing, right? Like, we, we saved, like, okay, season five opener, we'll talk about the super famous Oni that could themselves be entire podcast spinoffs. And this is again, right. Just like, just scratching the surface, just kind of giving oh, it over yeah. you. Yeah. Barely scratching. Yeah. Like yeah. I almost feel bad. We don't have like an entire one for Tanuki, for Oni, for right. Kitsune. Like. Right. Right. But, but you know, again, trying to yeah. keep it up with like Yokai five season five, we're, we're giving, at, at least we're giving more than five minutes. We're, we've been given like 25 minutes each to these, which is good, which is good. Um, well, you know, give them the respect they deserve. Right. Like which, and, these are fundamental aspects of a culture that, to be fair, isn't your mind. But I do believe that we both love and respect greatly. Yeah, so. absolutely. And mm. in all of our previous ones, due diligence. Yeah, yeah, right. Doing our due diligence, giving them the spotlight that they deserve. Because I remember when we were planning our earlier yokai episodes, like, ah, uh, I mean, should we, should we talk about Tanuki? Should we talk about a Kitsune? Um, well, let's, I don't know. So I think we had some reservation about doing it, but not anymore. This is, this is their time to shine. And, and maybe it's not just one, but maybe it's a combination of, it's, it's either the warmth of the sake, it's the warmth of being back in my wizard's tower, it's the warmth of doing what you and I do here. But I, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling real good. I'm doing well. I, I, man. Oh, this can't be sex with a bicycle because it doesn't hurt. I'm great. I don't have any scars. It just... Well, it it might not be sex with a bicycle, but m- maybe it is. Maybe it's sex with like a fox demon. Oh! And if that wasn't a forced transition, 
like to talk about the next yokai that I, <laughs> I have here. You're still rocking a uh, sake? Oh, yeah. Sticking. In your, uh, what, what did you call it? Um, not Raiko. God damn it. Rhydon? on my heart on? What's it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Rhyton. Or a. Rhyton. Yeah. Rhyton. Okay. Yeah, Rhyton. Yeah, so, so yeah, think like Rhydon, but just with a T. And that. Actually, gotcha. that would be. Yeah. Okay. We'll also start the Two Wizards Etsy store for season five. And we'll make a Rhydon Rhyton. And only maybe oh, yeah. get sued into oblivion by Nintendo and. Uh, um, if if they haven't sued us for the uh, Wii Shop music yet, we're solid. Yeah. We're all, we're all right. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, <laughs> I think fair use is thirty seconds, and some of those are like ten minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that is a fair point. Um, but but yes, and so so yeah, I'm sticking with with uh, sake for now. Do you also have? You staying with Coors Light, or have you shifted on to something else? Um, I mixed it up. I I found a new brewery, Josh, and I love them. <gasps> okay. Uh bootstrap brewing out of longmont colorado okay nice god damn they're good i'm drinking their well i will be drinking when i finish this coors uh lush puppy juicy ipa with orange peel they're really good i know i know i know i know i know oh ipa whatever whatever no these guys are great these guys are great i love them they're they're great bootstrap go colorado listeners i know you're there go get into bootstrap tell them mark sent you well and and they're delicious yeah if they have any sort of uh, uh, social presence, we can we can get in touch with them and maybe again. I I almost like I hesitate to even say this to like jinx it, but also on the other hand, I want to put it out into the to the universe and see what happens. Maybe season five is like we start getting some weird like promotional or like sponsor stuff. Like if we just like at enough people and say, hey, you do good work, even if it is just like, okay, cool, here's like a six pack of beer once. Like that's that's a six yeah. pack of beer we didn't have, so I don't know. Uh, so yeah, bootstrap. Well, we I... just became their one thousand one hundred and eighty third uh, follower on Twitter. So there you go. <gasps> boom, boom, shakalaka. There it is. Bam, uh, bam. Yeah. Okay. So yes, now that we are, uh, uh, we we have refilled our uh, rightons. Moving on to and and I even mentioned them. Um, talking about Tanuki, and they've come up, I'm sure, before. But yes, an- another of the very famous yokai uh, are the kitsune. Also kind of with the Tanuki, um, th- this is an actual animal, uh, and it's a fox. And so, so yeah, Japan has uh, native foxes. There's the uh, Hokkaido red fox, uh, kind of up, up north on that island. And then there's also just the sort of like Japanese red fox. Um, and so this is where it... it similarly gets weird because the kitsune is the animal which is also kind of the yokai and maybe they are the same thing maybe there's not a distinction we don't know but yes very very famous very well known and again appear all over the place could be the subject of an entire episode could be the subject of an entire podcast going into all the kitsune um and like the tanuki they are also known for shape shifting, um, and yeah, and and seem to be yeah like rivals with them. Like seem to be like I talked about. Um, oh, who was it? Uh, um, uh, Danzaburu Danuki, who like drove all the kitsune out of uh, Sado Island. Like they they seem to have some sort of yeah like rivalry, some beef over the years. Um, 
there's apparently a saying that the Kitsune know seven tricks, but the Tanuki know eight. And so that's why oh. that's why they always win, apparently. Uh, but yes, but they're definitely okay. shapeshifters, um, interact with humans all the time. And these guys are definitely more malevolent, um, yeah, more misanthropic, um, messing with humans, doing harm. Uh, in, with rare exceptions to that rule, but... Um, but yeah, well, and this is also where it gets kind of kind of interesting as well. So there is a kami, uh, meaning a god, who is called Inari, and this mm-hmm. is yeah, like a fox god, and this is a very benevolent and philanthropic deity. Uh, in Inari is is the kami of uh, foxes, of fertility, of rice and tea and agriculture. And industry and prosperity. So it's like, yeah, this Kame is awesome. I want to hang out with this dude. Um, and so Inari has some kind of like servants um, in this realm uh, that are called Zenko. And these are like the good Kitsune, the Zenko. Okay. Because they serve this Kame, uh, Inari. And, and like, yeah, like general human flourishing in those domains. Uh, however... Oh, and also this is just kind of fun to note that Zenko means like, um, yeah, like good foxes. <laughs> That's what it is. They're, I'll take it. Yeah. They're the good boys. Uh, but then on the other hand, there are the Yako or the Nogitsune, which are the field foxes. And these are the more mischievous, do harm, uh, even like evil. Okay. And you don't really know. You don't really know what you're dealing with. Like maybe if you're by a shrine of Inari, okay, you can, you can, you can bet your bottom dollar that those are the good foxes. But if you just happen to cross a fox at night, someone knocks on your door, but instead of an old woman, it's a sexy, beautiful young woman. Yeah, that's probably a kitsune, and you should be careful. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, and so, yeah. Before I get into their shape-shifting abilities, which include transforming often into beautiful young women. Um, th- one of their distinctive fe- features is, um, I, I mean, I was trying to find some more details about this specifically. I don't know if it's at regular inter- intervals or if they like have to take like a test and earn like a merit badge. Uh, but the thing with Kitsune is that over the years, over the centuries, they grow additional tails as they become older and become more powerful. And this continues until they get how many tails? Mark? Nine. Nine. Nine is the magical number that... Yeah. Yeah, that like... If you're it, doing it in Japanese. Oh, uh, yeah. And so, and so, uh, and, and that happens roughly at a thousand years. So I don't know if it's like okay. every hundred years you get an extra tail and then that ends in nine after a millennium. Uh, but yes, and so the Kitsune maxes out at nine tails and will often also... Uh, change appearance from like a more kind of like reddish what you would imagine a fox to look like uh their fur becomes sort of like a white gold a whitish gold kind of thing um mm-hmm. and i mean i i could save this for the like where are kitsune in uh contemporary media but i think we almost have to talk about it right now gen one of pokemon two wolf types uh vulpix and literally nine tails um uh-huh yeah, those are those are Kitsune. Um, yeah, as there. Well, you know that's um, 
that original uh, dex entry from like Gen One said that it was a fox that lived for a thousand years and split yeah. its tails into nine. Yeah, and that and that probably was for a lot of us um, uh, gaijin. <laughs> that 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 probably was like one of our first introductions to this idea of yeah, like a fox that lives super long and is crafty and magical and grows e- e- extra tails. Um, and so and so yes, so that's like kind of Kitsune overall. Um, uh, as far as, yeah, some of their abilities, yes, of course, like I mentioned, tr- transformation, shape-shifting, and they do, they have this, like, predilection towards taking on the appearance of beautiful young women, um, and, like, meeting a guy and falling in love with him, and oftentimes, like, getting married and having a family and having kids, and then one day, just one day, like, after dinner... As the wife is like cleaning up, putting the food away, um, the husband looks at her and he sees just like a little bit of a tail poking out from her kimono. And he's like, wait a sec, are you actually a fox? And then she like disappears forever. (laughs) (laughs) Which also, also, adding on to the great Tanuki War, wouldn't that make an amazing like kind of thriller movie? Like... Yeah, like, dude is, like, hard out of, is, like, hard up, uh, has, 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 like, a, like, a crappy love life, and he's, and he gets on a dating app or something, he's like, oh, wow, look at this person that I've matched with, and she's so, uh, yeah, we, like, connect so well, we have so much in common, and then, yeah, she turns out to be, like, a fox spirit. Wouldn't that be fucking cool? I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> it's, it's catfish, but with a fox. Yeah, right! Foxfish. Right. <laughs> it's a... You're, you're, you've, you've been okay. Or we start that phrase instead of saying that we're catfishing people. It's like, dude, I thought I met the girl in my dreams. Totally got kitsuneed. <laughs> we're adding that to Urban Dictionary as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, so yeah, they they do that all all the time. And it's not like they're, like, lonely necessarily. Again, it's just, I think, to mess with people and to, like, kind of screw with them. Um, uh, and um, and sometimes also what happens is in these relationships, where there are also children, as you might expect, the, the child of a mortal and a fox spirit, a fox yokai, typically tends to, like, gain some sort of, like, either magic powers or superpowers or things like that. Um, in fact, there is a... There was an an actual historical astrologer uh, named Abe no Seime, who lived roughly 921 to uh, 1005 CE, who was, yeah, like, again, sort of like scientist, astrologer, lived, yeah, like a pretty decent life, yeah, like 80 years or so. And the story is that he was the son of a kitsune and a dude. Okay. So, so yeah, I don't know what happens. And I know immediately Mark, and I'm sure listeners too, are immediately thinking of like, oh, there's another person who's the son of, or the offspring of a, of a, of a fox spirit. But we're, we're coming to it. I promise we're coming to it. Just wait like five more minutes. Um, we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. Um, and so, so not only will they often shapeshift, they also apparently have the power of possession. They can like possess people. Okay. Uh, and again, often 
young women. And they enter her, as weird as it sounds, um, beneath her fingernails or through Ew, her okay. or through her breasts. And that's huh. how Kitsune possess young women. Uh, and there's even a term for this, Kitsune Tsuki, which means like, yeah, you're possessed by a Kitsune. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And they take on... They are their their appearance is even said to change a little bit. They they, they sort of get, they just look a little foxier. Um, their personality changes. Maybe they're a little more troublesome. Um, and the and the only way to exercise this fox spirit is to go to one of these shrines of Irinari, the the uh, 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 fox kami. Um, maybe some people think like this is how. Yeah, like pre-modern Japanese people uh, sort of explained various mental illnesses. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, maybe it's just a story. Hmm. Uh, but then there's also... Okay, okay so you, maybe you're not even like shapeshift. Maybe this person isn't even a shapeshifted fox. Maybe it's not even a, a, um, a possessed by a fox. But even if you just kind of look foxy... There's a like like you have like facial features that are reminiscent of a fox. There's even a term for that, which is uh, kitsune gao, which again means like fox face. And oh, it's when there you go. It's when you're said to um, oh, where's my notes? Where's my notes? Okay, yes. So you have kind of like a narrower face, uh, and your eyes are kind of close together, and you have thin eyebrows and high cheekbones. Okay. Which I mean, generally so speaking, so foxy, yeah, yeah. And like, that's a good-looking gal. Yeah, I could. Yeah, it, it's not like, oh yeah, you have a giant forehead, and your eyes are offset, and your tongue always sticks out. Like, no, like that's a that's a good-looking woman. So yeah, maybe you're the chick from Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she is definitely. Um. Kit, oh yeah, whatever her name gal. is. Um. Yeah, I. I, uh, I Alyssa Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what it is. Yeah, it's, high high forehead, big old cheekbones. Ooh, baby, looking at it right now. <laughs> uh, and so, yes, likewise, there are hundreds of stories of Kitsune. And, I, I mean, like, it's hard to pick just one. Um, but but a couple other sort of, like, fun fun facts. Um, there, uh, so, so, the, I, so the phenomenon of St. Elmo's fire, um, the mm-hmm. sort of, like, will-of-the-wisp kind of things... Um, not only are those called Shiranui, but sometimes those are also, um, attributed to Kitsune. Um, it's like, oh, maybe there's a fox off in the distance who's like playing some, playing some trick that, um, that is like causing this sort of like fire to appear off in the distance. Um, the Japanese version of rock, paper, scissors is called Kitsune Ken. And instead of throwing rock or paper or scissors... You have three hand positions for a fox, a hunter, and like the village chief. And so the village chief beats the hunter, the hunter beats the fox, okay. and the fox like possesses the village chief. And so that's that's what they do for like rock, paper, scissors. Um, so All right. That's also kind of neat. Um, I get such a kick out of this, I, which again, like, there's not just there. There is a distinction between the actual tanuki and then the danuki or the bake danuki yokai. There's not necessarily the one with like just 
foxes and kitsune, the yokai. And so I just love this. Um, in the 15th century, so, or excuse me, 16th century, so 1500s, um, a gentleman named uh, Toyotomi Hideyoshi wrote a letter to Inari, like this, like Kame. Mm-hmm. And wrote a letter to God. Yeah, wrote a letter to God. Uh, Dear Inari, uh, it's me, Toyotomi Hideyoshi. Um, are <laughs> are you there? Um, and it and it goes a little something like this. Uh, my lord, I have the honor to inform you that one of the foxes under your jurisdiction has bewitched one of my servants, causing her and others a great deal of trouble. I have to request that you make minute inquiries into the matter and endeavor to find out if the reason of your subject misbehaving in this way, and let me know the results. <laughs> if it turns out that the fox had no adequate reason to, to give for his behavior, you are to arrest and punish him at once. If you hesitate to take action in this matter, I shall issue orders for the destruction of every fox in the land. Any other particulars that you may wish to be informed of in reference to what has occurred, you can learn from the high priest of Yoshida. <laughs> <laughs> so this 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 guy, this, you know, like probably like minor noble or uh, or a daimyo or whoever he is was having trouble with one of his servants. And so I was like, oh, Kitsune, Kitsune possession. That must be it. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's, it, it is. It, it, it's hard for me to like go much further beyond that. Because again, it's just, that's a big damn topic. Um, however, if you, listeners, if you are a young man who is also have a hard time in love and one night a beautiful young woman makes your acquaintance. Um, and if you want to be sure, like, okay, is this legitimate? Am I being kitsuneed here? Um, the, check out the book that Mark and I have referenced several times, Yokai Attack. And they say the best protection against a kitsune is to get a dog. Because oh, apparently okay. dogs, you know, right. Think like fox hunting odd stuff. Apparently they can sniff out if this is the real deal or a kitsune in human form or someone who's possessed by a kitsune um and uh or or yeah just like look for a tail <laughs> or like look at their shadow it's like oh no excuse me i'm sorry i gotta let me if, if you'll pardon me I, I just have to go to the ladies room and, and freshen up uh and if you see like the the shadow that they cast on the restaurant or the bar if it's like a fox in profile yeah, that's a kitsune. And run! <laughs> you know you know that scene in Beer Fest? Yes. When uh, Jay Chanda Hoskar, I can not I can never say his name right, but yeah, the yeah, Indian yeah. guy mm-hmm. hooks up with the super big fat black chick, but the whole night it's like she's skinny, but he's got beer goggles, and it shows him like having sex, and I'm going to snap your dick off. And like at the end of it, he goes, I knew the whole time, Josh. Yeah. I'm on a date with this girl. I see her shadow. It's got the fox tail. She's got big old fox ears. I take her home. Mean. We smash. And no, I knew the whole time. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I... <laughs> and you're also telling me that there's like a, a better than average chance that like we have a kid and it has like superpowers. I mean, that'd be pretty hard to like turn down. Like, 
No, Mrs. Wizard, I can explain. This is like... <laughs> this is my bastard child who can uh, levitate. <laughs> I was tricked by a kitsune. It's not my fault. <laughs> I was confused. I was, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. And so here we are. We, we've, we've arrived at the moment. Mark, what are kitsune from other media that we know about? Talked about the Pokemon. Um... Uh, Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog is a two-tailed fox, so that's also kind of kind of a oh a, a yeah. Nudge, I never even thought of him. Not yeah. in that direction. Um, in yeah. the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, you get this item called the Keaton Mask, which is a fox. And then in Majora's Mask, if you wear that same mask, um, you get to meet the actual Keaton, who is again yeah a Kitsune. But of course, huh. what else? What are other Kitsune? Oh, I mean, probably the most famous one is Naruto. He is uh, possessed by the QB, the nine-tailed fox demon, yep. and yeah, and that's where he get. You're talking about like they like beget their features on their possessees, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah, they manifest their features. That's why he has like the dumb whiskers on his face. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, but also, I not to step on your uh, kitsune toes. Go for it. Um, another sign of uh, kitsune possession is you gain literacy. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. So, like, there's some dude who gets possessed or whatever, some girl, and suddenly she can read. Well, she was possessed by a kitsune. <laughs> Which, it's almost like a benevolent form of possession. Like, you get, yeah. you gain something from yeah, it. Like, I think that's kind of neat. Well, and, and also re- reminds me, and I forget if this is episode, I think this was episode three on Yokai, where we were like, okay, yeah, let's address this issue here um yeah not a small amount of misogyny in some of these stories and so it's like wait oh tons it's like wait nothing but yeah wait this this girl can read she must have been possessed by a kitsune (laughs) dude literally the japanese were doing salem witch trials before america like that's all it was right if this dude is like oh one of my servants is being uppity you fix this Inanari, or I'm going to genocide all the foxes in in my region. Like, okay, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> yeah, Salem witch trials before Salem witch trials. There. Um, <laughs> um, oh well, and also uh, since I mentioned Animal Crossing, um, in Animal Crossing, there's another character named Red, R E D D, and he's a fox. And much like Tom Nook, uh, he also has a shop and will sell you like furniture and items and things like that. Uh, but true to his kitsune nature, he's pretty mischievous himself. And sometimes he'll sell you a work of art, uh, but it's a fake. It's a forgery. And uh, it's, like, worthless. So, like, in the most recent one, um, yeah, like, you'll you'll buy, like, works of art inspired by things from our world. And it'll be like, uh, oh, yeah, here, you can, you can buy a copy of, like, the Statue of David uh, for how many of her bells. Uh, and in the uh, fake one, in the forged one, the statue has like a wristwatch on. <laughs> and so you have to be just really careful and like, okay, can I trust this guy? Does this look legit? And maybe he'll sell you the genuine thing or maybe it's it's a fake. <laughs> so yes, a little bit. tiny deep dive into Kitsune there. Yeah, literally scratching that surface. Like, yeah. Surface, barely, barely. Uh, okay, so yes, Mark. Next on your list, who who is yokai number four? 
Uh, yokai number four in heavy hitters is something called the Tengu. And no, I do not mean the men's sex toy, which I learned was a thing this week. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was something. like a forerunner for the fleshlight, and I learned that, oh, and I'm God. very sorry that I learned that. Oh, um, which... And now I'm getting weird emails about it. <laughs> well, and knowing what I know about Tengu, oh, man, that's a... Did they have to go with that name? Did they really have to go with that name? <laughs> well, you know, it's a real, I don't, you know, we'll, you know what, we'll talk about this and maybe you and I can like reconcile my feelings after. But, okay, fair enough. Um, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tangu are another species of yokai, but they have several variations tonight. I only want to talk about two. The Karasu, which is crow, mm-hmm. or the Hanadaka, which is the long nose. Mm-hmm. Um, in either cases, both are said to be highly dangerous, highly intelligent, and they have the general ability to fuck up your day. <laughs> they are thought to be a carryover from Chinese mythology, um, something called the uh, Tiangu, mm. which are anthropomorphic dogs. Okay. So starting with the uh, lesser of the two, the Karasu Tango, or in this case, also Kotangu, and it... This gets weird. It it branches a lot. It I had a hard time locking down Tangu just as a general rule. But so these are like the lower class if you could class uh yokai. Okay. Yeah. These yeah. are uh uh they're a they're the bird variety. Both have uh wings, but these guys look more birdy than they do humany. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. birdish, yeah. Um they wear robes of a Yamabushi or a mountain hermit. They are very reclusive, and they love to hoard treasure and magical artifacts. Mm. They also hate humans. They will hunt them. They will kill them. They will rape rape them and eat them, not necessarily Uh, in that order. uh. And they are highly skilled in all manner of, like, martial arts. Holy cow, yeah. Like, um, you know Paime of the White Lotus? Yes. Mm -hmm. That, but he's a crow, basically. Yeah, and will eat you and rape you, yeah. Also eat you and rape you and pull out your eye. Yeah. And then eat your eye in front of you. <laughs> um, the Karasu Tango, in extreme cases of dickishness, like to um, drop humans off cliffs just for the fun of it. Okay. Like, because they can fly, so they'll come pick yeah, you up might as well. and, like, carry you over a cliff and drop you and they delight <laughs> in the sounds that you make as you're screaming to your death. They think it's a real gas. Yeah. Oh my god! And or and or they will tie kids to um, uh, pine trees on high mountain cliffs and just listen to them scream, <laughs> and it makes them happy. These fuckers! Fuck these guys! <laughs> you say that, but also they kind of have like a not a not taking a not after my own heart kind of deal, but they're also highly sacrilegious. Okay. So they really like to just generally harass nuns. <laughs> They like to rob temples, and they like to transform and um, seduce clergymen. <laughs> so not unlike Katsune, we're like, ooh, I hooked up with this sexy lady. Oh, no, she's a fox. Ooh, look at this sexy woman coming to make a pilgrimage to my shrine. And oh, no, she's a Tengu. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> between Kotangu and Karasu Tengu, um, Karasu Tango, which again, Crow Tengu, mm-hmm. um, these are the more mild ones. They mm-hmm. live on riverbanks mm. and they don't, they don't 
want to hurt people. They just like to mess with them. They just don't give a fuck. Uh, okay, I gotcha. Um, they, too, can create uh, balls of fire, not unlike the kitsune. Mm. And they trick humans into investigating them. So you're, like, out on the river fishing, and you see a fireball. And, oh, what's that? Oh, shit, it's a karasu tengu. Oh, no, it's got me. Oh. They can also induce auditory hallucinations. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. Just for the said purpose of fucking with you. <laughs> and I know these guys sound real bad, but as a general rule... They're pretty fucking dumb. They're real, real intelligent, but they're really dumb. Okay. I think I know what you mean. So, like, um, one of their big deals... And, again, you take this out of, like, crows. Um, crows love shiny things. Mm-hmm. Like, it attracts them. They'll collect them, stuff like that. There is a story of a young boy who was holding up a, um, a, a bamboo shoot sprig and treating it like a telescope. And he said, oh, I can see the pirates in the distance. And uh, Kata Sutangu saw this. And offered to give the young boy anything he wanted for his magical telescope. Oh. Only to later find out that he had been duped by this young boy. <laughs> so, like, Which, th- yeah, these guys like... are a force of menace and they're real dickbags. But at the same time, they're kind of dumb and easy to mess with. Right. And I think they're precious. Like, Right, it is. You know. It's like sweet baby bird <laughs> trying to... Like, Literally, ah, yes, sweet this, baby bird. With this magical telescope, I'll, I'll be able to inflict even more misery on humans. But it's just like a stick. <laughs> Son of a bitch, it doesn't work. Son of a bitch, how does this... <laughs> oh, God, it's too funny. <laughs> if there are any Karasu Tango listening, I have a magical microphone that'll make oh, you yeah. a famous podcaster. Yeah. Come talk to me about yeah, it. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll... I'll, I'll I'm willing to part for you for you know like a bag of gold, you know. Easy. Yeah, uh, bag of gold uh, or best offer. So, yeah, we'll just uh, yeah. Bidding starts. I have I have an enchanted Ford Ranger. <laughs> no matter how much money you put into it, you can't get it to work. Or if I uh, if if you still have any of the crappy like grapefruit shandies, like I have the most delicious <laughs> beer I've ever drank in my life. Bidding. I have an everlasting beer. <laughs> Bidding starts at, yeah, one bag of gold. <laughs> you will never run out of this never one. Run out of this one beer. It'll stay with Ralston you for the rest Creek of your life. Ralston Creek Radler out of Odyssey Brewing. <laughs> Fuck you. Never forget. I rem- I remember. <laughs> Which, like, that makes me think of like genies, but in reverse. It's like. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you this thing, um, except like, yeah, totally like hide from you. Like, oh, but actually it's it's whatever. Like, yeah, this this beer will last you the rest of your life because it's terrible. It's just going to sit in your fridge forever. <laughs> Whoops, all skunky. Whoops, all skunky. <laughs> uh, so are, are there any like, like named Tengu uh, that are known for like certain exploits or like... Um, misadventures or are they just kind of like generally like no they're just dicks they're just dicks well so with with, with the crow tangu not so much but mm. um in our second type the uh hanadaka tangu mm. or the long nose the long nose yeah yeah 
Yeah. And these, um, we, we were kind of joking earlier about the uh, masks, on yes. your emoji masks on your phone. Mm-hmm. You ha- Guys, you have a yeah. Hanadaka Tengu mask on your phone. Look it up right now. And you it's a glaring, angry red face. Like, it's right there. Yeah, and, and you maybe maybe you didn't even realize it. But yeah, the, the glowing, angry red face that has the extra long nose. Yep, you, you've, you've been yeah. participating in yokai culture this entire time. You appropriating sons of bitches. <laughs> um. No, yokai are for everyone. Yokai are for everyone. We don't, we don't. Well, and also speaking of yokai. Yokai are the Wu-Tang Clan of folklore. They are for everybody. Yeah. Right. Well, and also speaking of, speaking of another yokai of sorts who's coming to terrorize and induce uh, auditory hallucinations. Quincy Boy. There we go. That's a, yeah, come here. Come here, Quince. Yeah, let me pick you up. You can, you can, you can scare away those yokai, those mean, mean yokai with your high-pitched voice. Can I tell you that I have, like, I missed you. I missed you this whole time you've been gone, and we haven't been recording and stuff. Mm-hmm. I miss the cats too. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's him saying, "I missed you too, Mark. I've never met you, but I've missed you too." <laughs> it's, it's okay, Quince. It's all right, buddy. Okay, but yeah. So sorry. So yes. So no, yeah. Uh, so 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 yeah. So the long nosed Tengu. Are, are there any famous or infamous ones? And if so, what did they do? Yeah. So these guys are everywhere too. Um, these guys in the rank and hierarchy are higher than Karasu Tengu, mm-hmm. and these guys strive to keep order. They again, they're usually a bright red color. Mm-hmm. And they have long noses, and they also wear getta sandals with a single peg. Oh, right, 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 right. That's right. Um, really, um, the best one for this is Shiftree, the Pokemon. Oh, okay. Shiftree is a Tangu. Tangu is a Shiftree. That's what it is, it's basically. Right. Um, they that's like a cut. That's like a, like a, a cut and paste of a of a uh, Tangu. Yeah. yeah. They also carry large leaf fans, which can generate uh, hurricane winds. Again. Like Shiftree, the Pokemon. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, when you have 890 of something, you can't be clever every time. Yeah, some are maybe not as winners as, as others, but no, that makes sense. Yeah. And while, like, the uh, Crow Tengu are jerks, to be jerks, these guys are more of, like, mansplainers. Um... You could call Hanadaka Tengu the YouTubers... <laughs> Of the yokai world, the the they delight guys. in sharing their knowledge and fucking with people, but they want to fuck with you so that you'll learn a lesson. Right, I got okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, there is one famous incident of a dude appearing on the streets of Tokyo in 1812, like butt ass naked, mm. and the last thing he remembered doing was hiking on um uh, Kurama Mountain. Where Tangu are said to live. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he said, like, he was just up there, you know, for a day trip, but he, like, hadn't prepared himself accordingly. So this um, Hanadaka Tangu transported him into the streets of Tokyo, butt-ass naked. Is like, hey, man, what's worse, being butt-ass naked and embarrassed or being, you know, unprepared in the mountain wilderness and dying in a storm? it's stuff like that you you suffer into being kind of thing you know yeah right 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 no that that makes that makes sense that makes sense 
And um, one of the most famous cases of this, or one of those, so again, sorry, let me do this again. Mm-hmm. Wow, this lush puppy is strong. Um, <laughs> I didn't drink, Josh. I, I, I got most of my calories out of PBR there for a couple weeks because, uh-huh. like, my mouth was so fucked up. But, like, I haven't been drinking a bunch. So I might be, this might be the most I've drank in like a month. I'm like, wee, booze. <laughs> no, no, um, I'm totally right. Like, I'm, I'm starting like, wait, I've already made it halfway through this bottle of sake. Like, woo. <laughs> oh, it's good um, to be so back. These guys, it's good to be back. It's good to be, good to be fucking back. Yeah. Back in the tower. Back in the tower. Um, These guys are mastered, uh, are also masters of martial arts. But right. whereas, like, Kairos Tutangu are great at martial arts and they'll just, like, fuck you up to fuck you up. These guys want to teach you their martial arts. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, like, people will be kidnapped by Hanada Katangu for years and years just to learn, like, some forbidden Naginata style. That's so hot. Which yeah. some makes them, like... Paimei, like, even more. It's like, no, you gotta, like, yeah. work over here, and then I'll, yeah, teach you the five-point palm exploding heart technique. Like, that's so awesome. Yeah, exactly. And, like, one of the most famous cases of this comes out of a guy named uh, Minamoto Yo... Wow, okay, here we go. Um, Minamoto Yoshitsune. Mm. He was adopted by a Tengu living on Mount Kurama at the age of seven after his clan was destroyed by the Taira clan. Mm-hmm. Um, he was supposed to be sent to a monastery and said he ran away. This Tangu found him, took him under his proverbial and literal wing, so to speak. <laughs> um, this was the king of all Tangu, and his name was uh, uh, Sajubo. Mm, okay. And he trained him for 10 years. And he trained him to be, like, the master of all, like, martial strategy. So much so that in 1184... He got to get his revenge on the Tyra by destroying them on the battlefield by using superhuman strength and agility. <laughs> but also, but also, after destroying the Tyra clan in battle, he helped his brother in he helped his brother in law uh, establish the uh, Kamagawa shogunate. I, w- I was just gonna say, like, no, like this guy's like a legitimate historical figure, and yeah, this is a real person. This, this is, is a real, real person, person who was like, and yeah. Did he? Renowned for being renowned for his martial technique and you know ability on the battlefield, taught by a Tengu. Yeah, and I can't prove that he wasn't. <laughs> I've read more books pointing out that he was trained by one, so I'm willing to buy it. Yeah, I think that's just yeah, yeah. I think I think that's it. And um, <laughs> which okay, also, and maybe maybe this will be like the subtitle, like. Netflix adaptations when I would love to see that I would love to see like an anime of like historical figure gets kidnapped by Tengu for 10 years but like learns their ways and comes back and just like fuck shit up I would love like where's that I want to see that comic book I want to see that superhero (laughs) oh hell yeah that'd be so goddamn good (laughs) absolutely yeah 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 yeah. oh my god (laughs) Um, okay, so... But yeah, Tengu. Tengu. You got two types. They're both kind of jerks, but yeah. the long-nosed ones are nicer than the bird ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and... And, and again, synonymous with, like, they're everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. It's a goddamn emoji it's a mo- on it's your an phone. Emoji. It's like, an emoji. Um, okay, and so, yeah, and so you mentioned Shift Tree. Uh, I'm trying to think of other... Well, okay, I, I guess... So, like, in... Uh, going back to Okami... 
like yeah there are like monsters that are tengu that you have to well okay and also i guess in okami bit of spoilers a kitsune appears as like a pretty major uh a villain at some point i guess i forgot about that but but it's okami it's like zelda but even more japanese um so it makes sense that there's tanuki and uh, kitsune and tengu in there uh i'm trying to think if there's any other any other like iterations or like adaptations or like oh hey this is a tengu um if you get it um i don't know maybe that's one slightly more obscure other than being an emoji that people didn't didn't and don't realize <laughs> i it's a and, long nose if you see a long nose it's a hanadaka like that's yeah that's it you know and and or uh yeah here's a bit of yeah, like you started off this segment with a bit of weird reception um that it's a sex toy about this tengu that has a long nose oh you can put two and two to yeah you can put two and two together with that so <laughs> uh okay so also okay uh and, and yes rounding out coming to yokai number five um and at least according to yokai attack uh Hiroko Yoda and Matt Alt, they say that this is easily the single most famous yokai in Japan. And I'll probably defer to them. They have a published book on yokai. I don't. Uh, mm -hmm. But but rounding us out here, um, br bringing us to a close, is the only yokai who is also a letter in the Greek alphabet, the Kappa. <laughs> Woo -woo! And so, yeah, this is this weird and and I'll return to this shortly. Like all of these yokai, we, we sort of hinted at them in previous episodes, but we're giving them their time to shine now. Uh, because, yes, Mark, when you first were telling us about the um, the uh, Ken Moon, these sort of like land kappa who would wrestle and. Yeah, the little sumo wrestler guys. Yeah. Yeah. And live in the banyan trees and and wrestle um and then even when you're talking about this horrible thing called the enko um like they're not like so yeah like those two they're, they're not exactly like derivatives of the kappa but kind of there may be so like in the like kappa yeah like family these are those are like other species or or like genesis um but yes but like the kappa is like a big one and it's basically like a turtle fish man who lives in the water and will absolutely like wreck your shit and like destroy you. Um, Cause they're just dicks. They're like, just yeah. dicks. They're fucking dicks. Um, and so basically what it is. Yeah. So just take that d description, take, you know, maybe something the size of like a child, um, mostly humanoid. And it has like a fishy sort of body. Uh, sort of like a turtly face, and in some some cases it has like kind of a shell, kind of a carapace. Sometimes not. Um, uh, maybe some sort of like f like some bangs, like a salad bowl haircut kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But also distinctive and emblematic is this like divot. They have like a concave head. Um, and in that indentation is a little pool of water. 
And that is where they derive their power. Superhuman strength, sharp claws, razor sharp teeth. Um, and yeah, and if you have the misfortune to encounter one of these things in the water, uh, stick a fork in you because you're done. Like there's no way. There's no way that you can. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no way. This thing will tear you to pieces, will eat you, and may often rape you. And also not necessarily in that order or maybe in that order. Uh, but here's the thing. If you can get it out of the water, if you can get it out of the pond, out of the river, on dry land, they're a little clunkier. They're, they're, their skin dries out. They're out of their element, literally. Um, and then oh. here, but, but, but the indentation in their head, right, still gives them like some water reserves. So they can still kind of, they can still kind of manage, but just barely. And so the the way to deliver the coup de gras, uh, to like weaken them sufficiently. So yes, these are also just mean, nasty sons of bitches, but they still respect decorum and like um, um, courtesy. So if you happen to find one that is out of water and it's coming towards you, it's going to eat you, it's going to rape you. What you do is you bow to it. And it realizes, mm -hmm. oh shit, like this person bowed to me. I have to bow back. It'll bow back to you. And in doing so, the water in its little reservoir on the top of its head will, of course, like spill out. And then it's practically helpless. And you can just tear it apart. You, you, so like fighting the Ken Moon. And if they don't have the water in their head, they, they bow out and they're weaker. Okay. Right, right. Okay. That, that, and that's practically it. That is, that is almost essentially it. Uh, and so, yeah, like if you ever have the misfortune of, of coming across a Kappa, like if, yeah, if you're in the water, just say your prayers because that's it. Um, <laughs> but if it's on dry land, you know, just, just, just bow to it. It may, it may be scary. It may be threatening, but just bow to it. And then you'll, yeah, you'll easily overpower it because it's out of its like water, water power. Um, the other thing that you may keep in mind and maybe this is more practical or maybe this is less practical, um, but keep a cucumber in your pocket because these guys fucking love cucumbers. <laughs> fucking with the Anko. Anko loved cucumbers with too. Ankos yeah. Love it too. And so maybe, maybe you, I, I mean, just first and foremost, just bow and it'll bow and then there it is. Or if you want to be a little more benevolent, just like toss it a cucumber. It'll be so excited. It'll just go to fucking town on this cucumber <laughs> and then you can get away. Um, there is a type of sushi roll called a kapamaki, which is a rolled piece of mm -hmm. sushi that has a little bit of cucumber in it named for the kappa. Um, and, uh, and, and, and yes. And so these guys are also, yeah, just everywhere. Um, there's, I have the strangest boner looking at this um <laughs> but there <laughs> there is apparently a collection of erotic woodcuts called the atamakura by uh utamaro um yeah and these are called shunga they're sexually explicit pictures uh and there is one um that features these um yeah, these like type of like Japanese divers called ama. So like maybe that's your profession. That's what you do for a living. You dive in the water and you collect pearls. You collect uh, shellfish and then you take them to market and sell them. 
Um, often, but not always, often these are young, beautiful women who like just wear a loincloth, so they're topless, and they're young and fit, and they dive down there. Uh, but there is an illustration in uh, Uru Tamaro's Utamakura that sadly depicts one of these ama divers going underwater has the horrible misfortune of encountering two kappa oh and all it is it is uh nsfw for sure so now i'm not telling is, is there is there liver extraction by the butt josh you got to you got to tell me here in this illustration, or send it to me. Send me the pic, or it didn't happen. In this but. illustration, no. But let me just say that one of these poor cows is getting double teamed um, by some cow. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Um. Th- th- so, so there is that, and, um, yeah. The other thing about Kappa, which is ties them a little closer to the Enko, that makes me more comfortable. Um. But uh, this is going to our other uh, uh, adored, cherished source for all things yokai, yokai yokai.com. It says, apparently, Kappa's preferred method of attack is to drown its victim or to bite them to death underwater. Um, Oh, God. They'll also eat humans alive. And much like the Enko, they're often, they've been known to like, go up your butt because there's this like mystical organ there's this magical piece of tissue just inside your anus called the shirikodama that they want okay they want that oh no and so much like the enko sometimes they'll just reach inside your butt and (laughs) give you a Proctological exam because they want this this little yeah piece of flesh the shirikodama um don't they suck it out isn't that their like preferred attack is to suck it out your ass or am i thinking of some, I, maybe they suck i'm it getting out. gross it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I, I don't even out. need an answer maybe never mind they, but yes it they also just want that they want that ass, they want that booty, and they can give it willingly, and, and you can give it willingly, or they're going to take it from you. So, um... <laughs> a date with a health inspector. <laughs> uh, but yes, also, right, like, like to the extent that, like, the Ken Moon or the Enko are, like, different than Kappa, or, like, cousins, or, like, subspecies, who knows? But also, yeah, like, like Kappa are just big... Very, very big. They have a sushi roll named after them. Um, so, yes, either stay away from water, get it get it out of water, because they also uh, apparently like to sumo wrestle too, much like the Ken Moon. Um, but, uh, yeah, just like bow at it, throw it a cucumber, or get the hell out. Um, yeah, so I, I also think in a lot of ways they're the most Lovecraftian of yokai because mm-hmm. they're right they're like the deep ones or like the good folk of Innsmouth would probably get along just swell with kappa but um <laughs> uh but okay so then and then as far as like reception where kappa appear in other media and things 
uh, in Animal Crossing, there's a bus driver in some of the games who'll take you from like town to town, and his name is uh, Cappen, C A P P apostrophe N. Uh, and yeah, he's oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so he's very much a Kappa. Um, in Harvest Moon, Harvest Moon sixty four specifically, there's this little pond in the mountains, and if you throw something into this pond, a Kappa will appear. Um, and if you meet certain conditions, this Kappa will. Th- this is a nicer one. He won't reach up your butt, um, but he will give you an item to increase your stamina. Um, and if and then if you do something else, he'll give you an item to um, decrease the likelihood of you getting sick if you work on like rainy days or whatever. And so yeah, I remember the first time playing Harvest Moon sixty four. I was in seventh grade. And I did that. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? This like turtle thing that like <laughs> has a dent in its head. What the? And I didn't know. I didn't know. Because uh, yeah, the year was um, 1999 and the localization wasn't very good for that game. It was just like, oh, here's like a water sprite. Um, <laughs> and only it was later in life that I realized like, oh, that was a Kappa. I'm thankful this thing didn't um, drown me and then eat me. <laughs> <laughs> um and then i don't know like any pokemon are there kappa that show up in naruto what uh, uh golduck oh okay i can kind of see that gold okay so yeah um go back in time to um mark's upbringing and my militantly greek uncle tasso um we got a book it was like a pokedex book because like kids used to read books right it was the thing we did um <laughs> But the description said, it's like a Kappa. And I asked, what's a Kappa? And my Uncle Tasso goes, the letter K. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that is awesome. That's that's pretty funny. Um, okay, yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see that being sort of a, sort of a Kappa-ish. Uh, uh, so I can find the fucking entry, because it like literally like calls it out in Gen 1. Okay, or if it like makes a reference to liking cucumbers or something. Oh, I, oh, ah, shit, I forgot about all this, too. Also, um, not only were, were my three yokai all sort of, um, yeah, the, maybe the cuddlier ones. I don't know about Kappa, necessarily. Um, but they also, I discovered, have, like, food dishes named around them. So, like, yeah, there's the Kappa Maki. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a Kitsune, um, is it ramen or udon? I think it's Kitsune Udon that has a bit of fried tofu. Because okay. apparently... Kitsune love fried tofu. Um, and then there's a type of ramen that's like a tanuki ramen. And it has like the little fried leftovers from like, um, uh, oh shit, what's the what's the like frying uh, cuisine in Japan? I just had it and then I lost it. Like deep fry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tempura? Tempura, that's it. Yeah, so it's like the little like bits of dough that get left over in tempura you like scoop those up. oh yeah like leavings yeah yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The leavings. you like scoop that up and like put it on ramen and that's like ramen a la tanuki or something like that um so that was also kind of fun that i discovered okay um uh did, 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 actually in Okan, according according to gen one pokedex okay, yeah. um often seen swimming elegantly by lake shores it is often mistaken for the japanese monster kappa there you go boom yeah I was also kind of thinking, like, not necessarily the Squirtle, Wartortle, Wartortle Blastoise line. 
Yeah. I think those are just Kame. Yeah, right. Right. Um, yeah. But but yeah, so... But, like, War Turtle is supposed to be, like... Oh, what is, like, a Senyan comic? The Thousand-Year Turtle or whatever? Right. I don't know. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so... Uh, hey, hey, guys, again, uh, five fucking episodes of Yokai later. Pokemon are Yokai. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, like, Pokemon are, are Yokai. I wanted to say to... And I was trying to I was trying to verify this, but maybe I'm making it up. I want to say too that there was like another, like the version of like Red Rover, in Japan is something with Kappa. Oh, I want to say it was something like that, where or, or or like hide and seek or like tag your it. I want to say there was some there was like a children's game about like, like oh so and so is the Kappa like he's it. Um, yeah, that's totally a thing. Yeah, and he like yeah, and it hunts you down. Yeah, yeah, it's um, but 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 anyway, but anyway, um, yeah, and also right. Funnily enough, that it is also a letter in the Greek alphabet. Um, seemed a particularly uh, meaningful one to to end on, uh, as we yeah, as we talk about um, as we start if we. As we goddamn start off season five, knocking Ooh. knocking on the door of our two year anniversary, and yeah, what 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 was yeah truly like a transformative summer, and so what better to come back to this than going to one of our favorites, talking about yokai? Hell yeah! <laughs> and, and 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 now and. we know that. We're not going to drop yokai no, mid-season like we no. always do when we're both strapped for time. And we, <laughs> oh shit, what do we do? Uh, yokai? Uh, yokai? Yokai. <laughs> <laughs> right, totally. So, okay, so Mark, if you had, if you were required to encounter one of these five, if you had to have an interaction with a Tanuki, with a Kitsune, with a Kappa, with an Oni, with a Tengu, which one would it be and why? Um, I want to learn weird martial arts from a Tengu, mm-hmm. but, but, I want to be uh, Kitsune fished. I want to, like, have a lasting relationship with a fox demon. And then she just, like, leaves me like, oh, well, I've got this kid that's telepathic, so I guess I'll do my best. Yeah, no, I I can respect that. I respect that. And, yeah, for me, it's... Yeah, it's also kind of a toss-up between hopefully one of the more benevolent kitsune uh, or a, a or a tanuki. That just right, like just good time all around. Get to drink sake and hang out with these guys. And oh, okay, all right. I mean, okay, all right. Come here, come here. That was that was a different sort of yokai that I think has maybe made an appearance before. But right now, this is this is. Sounds a, like you got a real uh, Neko Baka. Yeah, this is Bake this is this gosh. is a Tompkins, uh, who himself would be a bit of a Tanuki right now because because he's, he's a little portly. Um, but the key distinction oh. is that <laughs> no, he is he is. We're, we're we're trying to help him lose some weight. Um, but the 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 key difference though is uh, he is fixed and definitely does not have massive swinging <laughs> balls. Um, <laughs> You know what? Scratch that. I want Tanuki nuts. Yeah. That's what I want. I want I want Randy's uh, 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 hippity hop balls. <laughs> what if like 
Oh, and now now here's quit. Oh my god, you guys, you're being crazy. Um, no, yeah, like what, what if that's it? Like what if like being cradled in a in that scrotum is like the warmest, like softest, most comforting thing you've ever experienced in your life. <laughs> like for your get the like slanket or whatever. Um, let's let's start up a new company where we, uh, yeah, make like adult sleeping bags and we call it Tanuki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Just the end of that episode. Just, All yeah. the women are wearing ball sack coats. <laughs> uh, I guess the sake is. Oh, we're getting gross. We gotta get yeah, out of here. We're, we're getting gross. We're getting out of here. And, and at least let the record show that I said adult sleeping bags and not for kids. Yes, thank um, you. But, Please don't wrap our children in scrotums. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so Mark, it's great to be back in the saddle. It's great to be back in the Wizard's Tower. Missed you this. Almost like two months, right? Like pretty much two months that we've been not recording. I mean, the last one we cut was in like May. And that was like us marathoning movies. I think what well, was like Mortal Kombat or some shit. Yeah, we right, watched right. Um, a night or we watched Mortal Kombat one and then like the 2019 one. Yeah. And, and just... our, in our 300 and 300 Rise of an Empire. So, so it, I'm yeah. ecstatic. I'm excited to be back here. Making more episodes. It's going to be you. back. Hey, guys, we're back to good episodes. I said yeah. with um, horrible ways to die in the ancient world, this is going to be like the last good episode. <laughs> and then we went dark because I didn't want to plug up our RSS feed because Podbean only gives you 100. What? And now like Giant Snakes is off and I'm depressed. But hey, now Giant Snakes can come back from the vault. Woo! Yeah, it, it, it'll right. be great. Yeah, it, th- that can come back and from the vault. And that's what it is. That's, that's what's cool to me is like it took me a second to realize like our From the Vault is like, we've been doing this for two years. We have episodes that, like, not everybody can hear. Right. If you've been here the whole time, you know. Yeah. But, man, like, mm-hmm. we can pull a Disney and release this shit. Yeah, Kids, yeah, do you want to of... see Sleeping Beauty? Well, <laughs> you can pay me 20 bucks to see it. I'll let you see it. It's all right. Yeah. Out of out Get of the on DVD. You're right. Exactly. No, and we, we can start doing that. And we can start we can start going going back to the classics, to the deep cuts. Um, I know the the Northern Rogue. She's she she's doing that work. She she's putting work in and like going back and like discovering the deep lore. And listeners, you can do that too. You can find us. You you can but so so maybe if, if Podbean isn't, you can still find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on maybe not every single podcasting, but we're on the big ones. Um. Amazon podcast, iHeartRadio. Right. Um, I we I think we're on Stitcher. I'm pretty sure. Which is Podcast Republic. We're we're everywhere. We're everywhere. Like we're not hard to find. And so, not only is that something for you, but maybe maybe tell some more people. Tell some friends. Like, hey, I just found these guys. They're talking about yokai. Apparently, there's four other episodes that I need to catch up on. Uh, and then tell us your journey as as we start season five and as we're getting into year two. We we're we are growing it I maybe not maybe not the two wizards nation, maybe like the two wizards collective, maybe like the two wizards collective conglomeration. Uh the two wizard uh Oni Castle. The two wizard Oni Castle. We're 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 growing it out and we are accepting new clients <laughs> at this time. So tell us, tell other people, and here's some easy ways to do that. You can uh, send us an email to twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. 
We are on Twitter at Two Wizards Pod C One, uh, and and yes, during our sort of like period of going dark this last month, as I was recuperating from my travels and as Mark was recuperating from some of his trials and travails, we're gonna fire that from bad boy up surgery. again. <laughs> uh, I'm also on Twitter. You can find me at Plaid Barbarian. And uh, I'm again. I, I didn't have a lot of updates there, but I'll, I'll get back into it. Mark, some things that you want to plug, both for yourself and we. we I mean, we we already talked about Dingle Podcast, but what else? What else is going on? Um. Yeah, you can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter. Um. Two Wizards Podcast on Instagram, which we're probably going to shut down because Instagram's a goddamn snake hole of ads. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But then also you can find. Uh, me on uh, the Dangle Podcast, a weekly King of the Hill podcast where me and my buddy Johnny review two episodes of King of the Hill. And, yeah, we cut a shitload, so I still sound like a human in those. <laughs> and bear with me as I get my teeth back. Goddamn. I didn't think this was, like, a journey I was going to go on this year, but apparently it is. Yeah. And, yeah, um, anyway, at any rate, um, thank you for listening. We love you guys. Um it's great to be back, Josh. Holy shit, we're yeah, back. We're it's back, great baby. to be back. I just, without saying it's great to be back again and again, god damn, don't call it a comeback. Don't, We've been here yeah, for years. Don't. Thousand Year Fox, got my nine tails splitting. Listen here. Teach you to read, bitch. All the martial art tricks. I'm going to freestyle a rap. There you go. I'm no, done. Yeah. No kappa. No kappa. No kappa. Fire no fam kappa. lit. Swag swag. And, and. and Tanuki D's nuts, bitch. Tanuki D's nuts. That that swing swing even when there's no wind, uh, and who knows maybe maybe we'll have to recut a new intro. Tantan Tanuki. Yeah yeah, we'll 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 recut a new intro. We'll recut a new outro. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I tan tan Tanuki no kintama wa kaze monai no nibura bura. We can do that too. <laughs> Probably not, but yeah, maybe, maybe not, but it's. It's nice to think about. Maybe it. we have a new outro for a yokai episode. There we go. Yeah, there it is. Perfect. Well, everybody, it's great also to have you joining us once more. Uh, and my name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I am a wizard. We love you all, everyone. Thank you for being here. God damn, great to be back. Season five. Season uh, five. Two wizards. Season five. season five. Which means we have one more season, then a movie, and then we're gonna shut it down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Take care, everybody. <laughs> Good night. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all!